Decks. Hey guys, Zima here from Behind the Decks, and I'm joined by one of the DEF CON 1 Anthem creators. It's Keltec. <laughs> hey, what's up? How are you doing, man? Yeah, good. Really good. Yeah. So how is your um, hard element so far? Uh, is I always have to check in with everybody. Is this your first one, or have you been out here before? Uh, no, it's the third one, actually. Oh, I've wow. I've been uh, last year to Croatia, and then in between somewhere last year, end of the year, I think, uh, in, uh, in Australia. Okay. Uh, but Croatia is always like a little bit like the, the main happening uh, oh, yeah. thing, and uh, I think I think I have to speak for every artist. This is like a little bit of like work slash vacation. Yes, um, but it's still work and it's still like having fun. You know, but yeah, it it's, is good. It's, it's, it's an amazing it is, party vibe. Yeah, <laughs> it's really good and. Um, uh, yes, for for so far, I just uh, finished my second gig. Yeah, uh, I did one yesterday at the Unleash, Unleash party mm -hmm. uh, with Di Digital Punk, well, uh, which was uh, which was pretty good. Um, that, yeah, the, the whole vibe, the whole vacation vibe. It's not only like vacation for us, especially for the people who like bought tickets and, yeah. and went to this party. You can really feel the energy, especially in the beginning. You know, it, it's like the beginning of their vacation, so yeah. it's like extra, and it's a party. So it's like extra, extra motivation to like give all the energy you have. So um, you, can, you can really see that. Um, so uh, yeah, that that gives me energy as well and motivation to like uh, even play better and. Just have a good time, you know? Right. And what, what you're saying about the whole vacation element with how you guys treat it like, it like it's work, but it's also vacation. That's partly why I love doing interviews because I feel like normally, if you're if you're like, uh, you know, at DEF CON, for example, like that's such an important set because nowadays with uh, what QDance is doing, they're recording, they're streaming everything live to the world. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's like that's your pitch to fans to say, yeah. here's what I have in store, here's why you should come to my gigs. Yeah. And a place like this, there's not that same spotlight. People are here, you know, for the location yeah. and for the atmosphere and for you guys. It's, it's kind of like a mixing of everything. Exactly. So uh, adding up to uh, adding up to the vacation feeling, there's not too much pressure as we usually have for, uh, especially for DEFCON, you know, where DEFCON is something you work, uh, you work up to for a long time. And expectations are high, and um, you really have to like um, uh, what do you call it? Yeah, you really have to sh show yourself. Yeah, and uh, show you. Yeah, everybody is like in the studio for weeks and weeks and weeks. All my colleagues, everyone. Yeah, and there's a lot of pressure. So yeah. there's a lot of fun. So like with Defcon One, we had like the best weekend ever. Yeah, but only like after the show because. <laughs> When for you're me, in it, you're like... For me, that is. For yeah. me, that is. Because it's a little bit like test and, and there's a lot of pressure, you know? It's a big thing. It's the biggest thing out there. So, uh, and, and coming coming here, it's like, it's chill. It's yeah, good, it really know? is. Yeah. So, we speaking still, of... We still, we still have to do something, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <We> just, uh, <laughs> Yeah. For sure. So speaking of DEFCON 1, I, I have to mention uh, you worked on the anthem, of course, One Tribe, uh, with Sefa and with Future Noise. Yeah. But the way it worked out is each artist kind of had their own individual piece. Yeah. And I have to say that for the first time I heard all three anthems, and this is just being totally honest, 
yours really stood out to me the most. I feel like it not only Thanks. encapsulates the Caltech sound, but it also just has like the real DEFCON feeling to it. You know what I mean? And, nice. yeah. and so um, I'm just curious, what was what was the process like working on an anthem where you're doing your own thing, but yet you you, you know you're going to share a lot of common elements of the track, yeah. especially instrumentally and with the uh, you know vocal stems and everything yeah. with uh, two of your colleagues. Yeah, yeah, it was a shared thing, uh, especially in the beginning. We had to like sit together and find out how, just find a way how yeah. we can connect those anthems uh, uh, without losing our own identity in, in what we want to do. So we sat down together for uh, two times in the studio, together with uh, another mastermind from QDance, yeah. who usually fixes all the, the film score stuff. Look at the DEFCON anthem. What are you most proud? of um, with your track and what it brought to the festival? Um, I think, um, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's a good one. I think that under the pressure I was on at that point, because I was not only working for Defcon, I was also working for Reefers and, uh, and some other stuff around it. Mm. Uh, Reefer's Anthem had a lot of prior, uh, priority, but later on, DEFCON had a lot of priority because time was running out. And these guys were already like done with their track. Oh wow. Like, not done, but it was yeah. like 80% finished. And QDAS st started to ask me like, bro, you really need to come with like the, the version one of your, what yeah. you're doing, you know? And I was like, so it's not only the pressure from but it's not only the pressure from them, but it's also the pressure from uh, the audience because you know every year there's a lot of like criticism, there's a lot of like people ex expecting something that sounds like DEFCON, but also you and it needs to be good and uh, not too screamy, not <laughs> but but not too euphoric, not too hard, and like, it needs to be balanced and yeah. Um, how I worked that out under that pressure, I don't know, man. If you can tell me, I don't know. I yeah. don't know. So that's maybe that's, that's the thing I'm the most proud of. But, uh. Yeah, I'm, I'm really glad you mentioned that because yeah. it is really interesting how like DEFCON specifically yeah. has this like, it's like a massive bar to clear because yeah. you do have all these, uh, you know, preconceived notions of what a DEFCON anthem should or shouldn't be. But I will mention real quick, uh, shout out to Randy with his anthem. Um, yeah. What's really, no guts, no glory. What's interesting about it is many people, myself included, were like, what the heck, this is so different from DEFCON, yet now a few years on, it's it's one of the you know favorites. And so I think it's really hard to judge an anthem until like you let the festival happen and then you yeah. you maybe think about it in the long term, how does this compare to the artists of the tracks? Yeah. And an anthem is usually like only for like made for the moment of that oh, yeah. party. And after that party it usually dies out a little bit. Yeah. Not for the artist itself, it can play on, you know, but eventually it will stick if it's legendary, but it will be gone within a week if it's not. So for me, it's a scary that, thing. That, that's yeah. a scary thing it's with an anthem, you know. <laughs> but but in the end, I was able to make the Defcon anthem together with Safa and uh, Fusiono. It's so incredible. Yeah. Two two very talented. So producers. so um, yeah. um, I couldn't be happier uh, uh, doing this within two years starting from zero, like literally zero. Yeah. So, I, uh, I was just going to ask, it's been two years now with Kelta. Yeah. That's, that's great, and I think there are very few artists uh, that have done what you've done, where you, uh, you know, you left 
on fair terms, yeah. and then you you realized I want to keep doing this and kind of started from scratch again. Because uh, a, a brand is such a powerful thing. Once you have it, most people say I don't want to lose the brand because like the brand's so ingrained and it's, it really does take so much uh, so much time yeah. and, and focus to get the right sound. But you seem to have just nailed it. And I I mean again, you're one of these artists where I was just telling uh, Steve Blagojevich on this yeah. as well. You really have a, a style that translates so well to every track. And so even though you know people might like one track more than the other, it still has that really crisp Celtic yeah. sound to it. And I think that's what's important, you know? Uh, it's very clear that you're not you're not half-assing anything. Yeah. You're really putting the time to the studio. And uh, you know, and I think we we're all better for it. We all yeah. appreciate it. Thanks, man. So. I really, uh, I really think about how I produce my tracks. Really think about how the track would react, how it sounds in your car, how it yeah. sounds like if you're just sitting at home. Playing on the phone. But it has whatever. to work yeah, yeah. in every room, and, and and it's all about balance, you know. So, uh, and I, that's the part where I thought that would work, but I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure at all. Yeah. But my benefit was that I started over like fresh and clean from zero so people don't have any expectations and that is if you have like you just mentioned like debug block and Esteban, people have expectations of them you know so and they they did a comeback like no one did before you know i remember that because they went over to edm briefly yeah. right right so, so that's a little bit more uh, limited in, in what you can do inside the expectations of uh, the audience absolutely so, uh, so yeah no. Okay. Biggest to, uh, to to them, you know. But, right, right. But for me, it worked, and um, yeah, just uh, just really happy with the things. Uh, how the things are going right now? Yeah. Right, and, and that, now things are rolling. Um, do you have anything to share about about what you're really excited about that's coming up next in the upcoming, you know, six months or a year from now? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> No, there's a lot of happening, man. There's a lot. There's a lot of parties coming up. Um, I usually don't share this because I don't really know which uh, which party I'm like allowed to share right. uh, on camera. That's um, yeah. But uh, yeah, my motivation is just to keep on producing ch tracks um, as fast as I can. Sometimes <laughs> I have to like step back a little bit. Yeah, it takes like two months, but. It will, it will like come in pieces, you know, and not. I want to give attention to every piece, to every release I do, uh, instead of doing an album and just just um, um, being quiet for for six months because you have to produce the album. So, right, right. So you will hear from me like every month or every two months, and uh, there will be something new. So it's all about that consistency. That's, yeah, that, that's the okay. thing I'm doing right now. And there's nothing and, wrong uh, with that at all. That, yeah. You don't, you don't that, always have to have the strategy. album or the yeah. anthem yeah. coming up. I mean, you, I you've already had a very hectic year with the anthem, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think you totally deserve yeah. just to go at your own pace from yeah, here and, yeah, yeah. and uh, let things happen. Yeah. And uh, yeah, thank, thank you so much again for the time. And um, yeah, uh, we hope to see you guys soon. Check out all of his stuff. He's got a big year up ahead, I'm sure. <laughs> and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye.